Hello there and welcome back to Chiquita Nicole Speaks. My name is Chiquita Nicole Edwards and this podcast is where I uplift and empower women to be the best versions of themselves by providing tips and tricks for them to use in their day-to-day lives. Today, we are going to discuss Black Lives Matter from a white American perspective. And I have a special guest with me today who believes that what the world is experiencing right now is genocide and feels like it's the police and the government that have been placed on a pedestal. Bella is a native of New York and felt the need to speak out as a way of creating change with the current homicides that have taken place throughout history and that have been running rampant. She feels disgusted with the way that Black people have and still are being treated and wanted to come on this episode to give her stance on those things. Let's all formally meet Miss Bella. Hey girl, how you doing? Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. So, um, I really appreciate you for wanting to come and um speak about this topic you know i know it's something that's not the easiest to talk about but um the fact that you were willing to come and just kind of give your stance on it that that says a lot so um what are you thinking what's going through your mind right now thank you for having me um it is it is it is a scary time right now um you know i feel like things are really out of hand um I I feel like um, as a country we have uh, lost sight of almost the concept of murder and death and it's it's lost it's it's almost like its severity um, you know everything was you know like George Floyd um, and the the no knock warrant situation you know people have lost their lives and just because a few of them have you know been you know the punishment process has started i feel like it's it, it's not taken completely seriously and that um the it, like people are just making almost like a mockery of it right and and like these people aren't coming back just because you know you know some police officers went to to jail it's not going to bring them back right you know you know the world so right it's scary um uh, i'm scared for my black family members and friends uh people i love i care about law abiding good kind hard working people that like never break the law like i'm afraid you know when they walk outside of their house that they could be killed by anybody for any reason, whether it be a police officer or someone that lives in their neighborhood, right. just because of the color of their skin. And I think it's I think it's scary. I think that also, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, it's been it's you know Black Lives Matter has been like a you know like a hashtag thing for a while, uh-huh. and I feel like I didn't completely understand it. I used to say, well, all lives do matter. And now, like, I will block people from my my Instagram and Facebook if they, if they try to say something like that because I feel like now more than ever, we all understand that Black Lives Matter isn't about anybody else. It's not about 
you know, white people or Hispanic people or Asian people. It's about the fact that there's like a like a genocide right now with people are just being murdered like left and right because they're they're black. Right. And I also never considered myself privileged because I've I've been through a lot in my life and I've worked for everything I have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like I have a little bit more obstacles than the next person, but I have the privilege of walking outside of my home, going for a run and being safe or I took just safe from someone shooting me because of the color of my skin or a police officer murdering me because of the color of my skin because it's not happening to white people it's happening to black people and that is the the importance and the message of like black lives matter and i think it's sad it took me you know a while to get to, to that understanding and i feel like we, it just needs to end like i just wanted to stop i just i don't know what it will take for everything to change so what changed for you like you mentioned um that you know there was a point where you were like well all lives matter because like I literally went on Instagram yesterday and um someone posted something on there about um black lives matter and something and um somebody came on there and, and hashtag all lives matter as though like just I don't know. It's annoying to me. So I want to know, like, what changed for you from from on one at one point in time, you felt the same way, like, well, all lives matter. And then now you're like, well, I get it. Black lives matter, too. Honestly, well, I don't I, I mean, I think now more than ever with all the stuff that's happening, like the, you know, like just paying attention had changed my my perspective and stop stop saying like all lives matter and now um it's not even okay for me to like hear at this time like i, I mean if you say that now it's just it's 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 almost it's just awful and mean it's just it means that you either don't care or you don't get it right and um I think, I mean, little things cause it to change. Like I'm a huge like stand-up comedy like person. And there's like this comedian, Michael Shea, that um, he's talking about like the Black Lives Matter movement in his, in his stand-up and he makes a comment. I think a couple people have like mentioned it too, but that's like one of the things I, I think of when he, when he did his stand-up, he's like, people say, you know, you know, when people say Black Lives Matter, people say all lives matter. And he's like, that's not, like your wife saying, do you love me? And he's like, baby, I love everybody. Yep, I heard that same stand up. And you I was know, like, you better preach. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right, though. Next, next 9-11, he's going to wear a shirt that's, you know, like that says all buildings matter. And then right. And he uses thing, you know. And it's, you know, obviously back then things weren't as bad as they are today. Um, but, you know. Actually, they I mean, were actually they were it's just that it's, they it's, it just wasn't it wasn't we didn't i i didn't see it you didn't notice it right because it's definitely point. it's definitely been been bad yeah. for years I, it, I don't follow the news um on purpose like i have it as a as a habit for like my entire like adult life like i don't i don't go looking for um you know just more chaos and um at this point it's it's just gotten so much, I feel like it's gotten so much worse. It's just completely out of hand. It, it feels like, you know, like we're back to like, like 
like civil rights movement like mm. situation it's it's scary like i i don't think at any other point in my life have i been afraid for like the you know my like loved ones my friends to, like walk outside of their house or go for a bike ride right this is the first time that i've actually thought about oh my god because you know this person's black or brown you know i have to worry that you know if they go outside their house that they own to exercise right. you know in a community that they contribute to and are a great member of like that they'll just be they, they could literally just be murdered for the color of their skin you know with someone videotaping it and just or just heinously attacked yeah you know with the the non-violent protesters you know the woman being shot with a rubber bullet mm. um I mean, I asked, I was like, rubber bullets, like, why? Right. What is the what is the point of that? Like, why? Why Why are we doing that? Right. It's it's dangerous no matter what. Like, the, the, the velocity or, the, you know, the, the speed at which something comes out of a gun, everything is dangerous that comes out of it. Right. So, right. you know, rubber bullets are, you know, they can be just as deadly. You shoot someone in the, the, the woman that got shot in the, the forehead, you know, like, I think that they're, re they're trying to save her eye, I think, you know, and that's... That's a really crazy, scary thing that she wasn't. She wasn't being. She didn't do anything that she caused, caused any force. Never mind deadly force. And I consider a rubber bullet deadly force because you can die. Right. And she, because she is a black woman out past curfew in protest, you know, just trying to say, hey, you know, Black Lives Matter, and they shot her in the head with a rubber bullet that's crazy right. and that's deadly force in my opinion i don't understand why i, I think it's just okay and that goes back to the concept of like we do we understand or do I, does the world not understand or certain people just have they lost the concept of death like you can't bring someone back you know just because you get in trouble and you're maybe sorry now or sorry that you you did it or realize that you, like, you just you took someone out of this world that was someone's like you know, brother, mother, sister, cousin, or that, that woman, you know, she got shot in the face of trying to save her eye. Like, you know, as a woman, like you, you per permanently damage someone's face, you know, right. like that's something that's really, you know, important and damaging. And just because she was standing outside, you know, like. So I want to ask, I know you, you mentioned um, earlier that, you know, it's, this is your first or yeah this is your first time where you feel like fearful because you have loved ones that are black or you yeah. have friends that are black no I never thought about I never my my brain like I never thought about even it never crossed my mind that the people that I care about because of the color of their skin that they could be murdered that that thought had not crossed my mind yeah like you know, I understand like getting pulled over and stuff. Like I know that it can get a little risky, um, but other than that, I never was. I never felt like this kind of fear before. Whereas like like don't just like don't go outside. Like please like you know quarantine or stay inside because I'm I now like seeing how how terrible things are and I'm afraid for for my friends and family like I don't I don't want anything to happen to anybody I don't want anybody to get killed because of the anything but right. the fact that like they can't like I, I'm scared for someone to go for a bike ride you know to exercise 
and yeah, this is the first time I've ever felt like that, or even the thought crossed my mind, mm-hmm. other than, you know, like getting pulled over, you know, like police are more brutal with black people, and that's, you know, something that I've been very aware of, but that aside, I never thought about, like, George Floyd was accused of a, a fake $20 bill, and I don't even think, from what I understand, like, it wasn't even fake, but either way, like, that's not even a crime that, that's not even, like, a, a felony, Right. You know, like, you know, like, it's like, you know, and, and he and he was murdered because of it. He was heinously murdered in the middle of the street, mm. you know, and, you know, I read, you know, the other day he was he was screaming for his mom. Or, and, and I just don't understand how nobody stopped that guy and how that that person, that cop was able to just just, you know, take someone's breath out of their life away, you know, and just sit there, you know, on his neck and, and and just knowing that he couldn't breathe and just take the life away from him because they thought he paid with a fake $20 bill. So what, like he, it wasn't fake, oops, he's not coming back. And you know, he's screaming for his mom and no one, no one did anything. You know, people videoed, they took photos and they stood there. So what was it that changed for you? Like, do you think, do you, I mean, being that you weren't, like, you you said that you were aware about, like, black people getting pulled over for just because and how it can go crazy, and you were aware of, or you are aware of how, like, police has been, you know, wrongfully uh, um, attacking our black men. What, what, if you knew that then, what change now was it the George Floyd situation in itself or like what was the turning point that made you more aware because you weren't aware before I think I think it was George Floyd um and why did that one I think the reason that I never kind of connected the dots so, so to speak was because I guess I guess I just didn't like I know like the the people I have in my life like they don't really break the law they live in you know you know like middle class neighborhoods I just always assume like unless they do something wrong or get pulled over like they they really and they know how to you know talk to you know police and stuff and like you know I just never thought that the people that are in my life would be in that situation and I think that I don't know why I felt okay or didn't didn't connect the dots, but I do know that once that situation happened with with George Floyd, I you know, and he was like a you know, a good person, he was a security officer, he protected people for a living and you know, realizing I think it just connected the dots, like realizing that that could happen, that could be anybody. Right. And so like, the realization that that could be any black man it made me connect the dots that okay so my you know friends and family members my you know loved ones people i care about could could have been that that guy on the ground and then right because it's it's plenty of black people who live in good neighborhoods and who are law-abiding citizens and don't break the law and just minding their business that get attacked so i'm glad that you are, that you know that now because just because 
just because they live in a middle class neighborhood and they know how to talk to the cops that does not matter it does yeah, not matter it shouldn't, it shouldn't have mattered and i think you know when i say that my mind never thought why don't i think that why 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 don't i worry about the people and i'm like why don't i why do i think that they're exempt you know why i never i never guess i just never completely thought it through yeah and, and i know it's it, it's it, an educating it's a it's a learning curve for you guys because you know you don't like a, like you if you look at me you probably be like oh no one will bother her because her skin is light you know but that does not matter you know i've been victim of racial slurs and you know uh all that and that has i mean i'm brown it doesn't matter how light brown i am i'm still brown so um i'm just glad that you know that the light bulb finally came on but i just want to know like from you i know you say like black lives matter and everything like that i just want to know for you like what do you think that you and others like you can do to help in this situation to make things better okay so this i feel like what's going on right now is really scary i think it's getting worse every day i feel like there's, I know that there's people that are making a mockery of George Floyd's death. I know that people are making their own memes and giving things funny to like take pictures of. I saw a picture on Instagram. Um, someone posted that someone else posted and put the names of the person on there, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, my friends that were in that photo. My friend posted the photo and put the names of the people that were in it. But like it was a photo of a white guy um, laying on the ground with his arms behind his back, and there was another white guy with his knee on his neck, and there were other people just standing around, and that that made me so angry and it made me sick, and I I just can't believe that people are so disgusting and insensitive, and that like people are actually making a mockery yeah. of his murder, and. You know, I feel like things are are just really getting like worse and worse. Like more and more, you know, like I feel like more and more publicly, you know, people are being murdered and killed like at a higher rate. And um, the the police and the the protesters, like I don't I don't think most of the protesters are the people that are looting. I think it's an excuse mm-hmm. for police brutality. Mm-hmm. And I. I'm concerned about how this, how is it going to end? You know, like what's going to happen to make like this change? Like how, how do we get a change? So I am not able to go out on the streets and protest. I can't, um, for a few reasons, you know, like job and I have a child and stuff. And I, I can't, you know, do much, but I think we need to, support like charities that are are helping people that are protesting that are getting arrested going to jail getting hurt um like donate money try to donate time try to also i think that we should support black businesses you know i think you and i have discussed possibly finding like a list of like local black businesses and maybe just trying to get the message out there like on tuesdays you know just you know support you know a local small black business that that could really just help the the, the black community in some way mm-hmm. um i mean i 
have thought about it a lot. Like, what can I do to, to help? Right. And I mean, just because you don't go out in the public and protest don't mean you can't still help. So, I mean, the things that you're mentioning is good. Um, it's a start. And um, I don't know. I think I said this to someone before. I said the first part of everything is educating yourself because a lot of this stuff like people don't like like the comedian that you watched on tv he made a statement that says um that said you know when we say black lives matter we don't say black lives matter only black black lives matter more than anyone else we just say black lives matter and for someone to then turn around and say all lives matter that's like a slap in the face because clearly black people are not a part of that all lives peace you see what i'm saying so that's why we're putting out there that black lives matter because black lives are treated as though they don't matter so that's why we hashtag it and we say okay everybody else's lives seem to matter except ours so um we need to be included in that all because clearly all is not black is not included with all So whenever I hear a white person or anyone else say all lives matter after someone says black lives matter, it's like a kick in the face. It's like, um, just because you say all lives matter, we, you and I both know that black is not included in that. So we're not sitting here saying that only black lives matter. We're just letting you know our lives matter because we're losing too many of our own people to the hands of your people and I'm not trying to be offensive when I say that but it's the truth you know so we're losing too many of our people and we're trying to make it known that hey all does not include us so we need to specify and say black and that's basically what he said when he made that analogy that's like me going to my wife saying or my wife coming to me saying baby do you love me well what you mean I love everybody um I didn't ask if you loved everybody I asked if you loved me so um when I saw that and I literally saw that Instagram post last night and I just got annoyed and it's like it's hard to you know I have my own business so I utilize social media as a platform to get my business out there and so it's kind of it's almost impossible to avoid seeing some of the things that people people post even if I just post my thing and get off I'm still seeing something and I'm like 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 you said when you were talking earlier either you're either you don't care or you're just ignorant and if you're ignorant it's time to uh learn read learn ask questions you know because you know it's a few people um that make the decision to be with a black man that is not black whether you're white or whoever if you make the decision to be with a black man and you make a baby with that black man your child is going to need to be educated on the black lifestyle and how that works fasten those seatbelts because we will be right back so it's not a case of oh well i'm uncomfortable talking about it or if you're uncomfortable how do you think where we feel because our kids are fully black so if you make the decision to be with a black man then that responsibility falls in your lap 
it's up to you to understand and learn. And I'm pretty sure if the man that you care about is black, he's willing to educate you so you're not um, ignorant. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think it's good as far as, you know, supporting black-owned businesses. That's a start. But I think the biggest start is educating yourself. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I try to, like I said, I try to avoid the, the news. I don't watch the videos, but I I definitely have taken a look at myself and, and thought a lot more holistically about like the Black Lives Matter movement. And I have, you know, like actually, like, actually my friend of mine and I had done some like research together he is a you know a black man and we were we were talking about at this point because I, I feel like it's like we're gonna have a civil war like i feel like you know like civil rights for black people um like but now i'm realizing you feel it's like they never really started just because you know you might be able to sit in the front of a bus but that doesn't it's i mean that doesn't even touch the surface of you know all the injustices that have been happening throughout time and you know recent racism has never been okay to me um but it's it's getting to a point now where you know like like i said i'm afraid for my you know for, for people to to leave and uh i feel like you know something is going to have to happen like almost like a like a war like a civil war again to to stop the racial injustice right. you know it feels like it feels like genocide and that's that's ridiculous and insane and and there's something is going to to have to happen in order to to make this stop you know yeah. make the the racism stop yeah. and um you know while I'm educating myself, you know, I, I came here to talk to you today and hopefully, if, you know, some people will pay attention oh, yeah. and educate themselves and, you know, you got to talk about it too. Like, you know, you got to be, be open because if you don't voice, you know, how, how you're thinking about it, you're not going to be able to learn well, you know, to get a response like you and I are talking, mm-hmm. like, for you to tell me, you need to educate yourself. You need to know, like, how come you didn't see that before? Why didn't you feel that way? And so if you don't communicate with someone in order to educate yourself and wake up, you know, you're not going to know because you don't know what you don't know. And you right. won't know, oh, read this resource or look at this or review this piece of history if you don't, you know, talk about it. And it's a tough thing to talk about. It you know, is, I'm a white person sitting here with my privilege and talking about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. It's difficult because mm-hmm. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I, you know, I don't, I, I know I don't have, I, I don't know what it's like to be black and I don't know what it's like to especially be a black man. Um, so, but, but I am more than ever, not that I was ever close to it, but more than ever, you know, willing to, to voice what I'm thinking and I'm feeling so, and, and listen to, to how, you know an actual black person that has to live that way every day right you know get up in the morning and, and try to get through life and raise children that are black and and you know try to get them through life every day and it shouldn't be like that but it is. i 
I, I'm, I, I understand that this is very real, it's very happening, mm-hmm. and that it's important. You have to talk about it. You have to learn about it because that's the first step in, you know, finding out what we can do to, to change this is just education and and growing as people. Mm-hmm. And we all have to work together to make this stop. And you know, I think too... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I I think, too, that the reason um, you, along with a few others who may not, quote-unquote, have a a racist mindset that they think, um, a lot of the reason that you aren't or haven't been aware is because you didn't have to. You know, you don't have to live a life of being looked at a certain type of way, being dismissed or being put in certain roles or treated a certain type of way because of your name the way you look and the color of your skin. So, I mean, jobs have turned me down just because of my first name. It's like, oh, they look at my name, oh, that's a black girl, we ain't hiring her. You know what I'm saying? We get, our names get picked on because they end with an A or it sounds quote unquote ghetto. I mean, that's, our names are not ghetto. That's just our culture. Just like your race has a certain type of name that you name your, your people and we have the same. You know, so um, to be labeled or looked at a certain type of way because of a name, not not to not even be considered because of our name and being forced to use a different name or treated a certain type of way. That's something that just happens automatically. And 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 little kids come to us and they're like, mommy, I this is this happened to me at school. And then you have to explain to them well baby this is why and that is a tough conversation to have but it's a a conversation that's needed so um like you said it it is it is good to have someone that will tell you and ask the hard questions i'm one of those who will ask the hard questions if it makes you uncomfortable good you need to know that that's that takes the the discomfort and you know obviously emotion will is motivating right so if something if something you know you know scares you or hurts you or um, you know, fear is a great motivator, you know, so, and that's, you know, kind of, I think what like woke up the rest of me, like, okay, it's time to try and figure out what to do. So, like now, like, it's like, you know, it, it, yeah, I don't know why I didn't feel that way before, but, and I think, you know, fear, like I'm scared, you know, I'm right. scared for everybody. I'm scared for you. I'm scared for your kids. I'm, I'm scared for my, my own son. He's not black, but he's not white. So, you know, I did, and, and he's, you know, he's getting older and, you know, going to be, you know, out in the streets at some point with his friends. And I live in, a, in an area that's, that's primarily non-white. And, so what do you, um, I mean, you don't have to say non-white, you can call it what it is, but, um, well, I mean Hispanic, but Hispanic, um, you say Hispanic, but his friends, most of his friends are black and I live in a primarily black and Hispanic area. Okay. And you say and your so, son is not white and he's not black. So what is he? He's Hispanic. My son's Hispanic. He's Hispanic. Okay. So, um, I mean, I, I had a hard time like telling him, you know, I, I did have to have a, a conversation with him recently. I, I, I think that all, all the things that are happening is what's what caused me to have a conversation. Um, I guess I never really thought about having to have that conversation because I didn't grow up Hispanic or black. Right. And I've, I've, never been really I've never felt like I've been judged by the color of my skin I may have been but I I've never felt 
that I had been judged by the color of my skin. And I never thought about the fact that my son will. And so I had to have a conversation with him. And it was really difficult to tell him like, you know, you're not white and people are going to judge you for that. And it's so sad and I can imagine, I can't imagine you having to talk to your boys about that because I mean, just me talking to my son about it, it was it was really hard to try to explain to him like racism and people are not gonna like you because you're not white. And it's really sad and yeah. it's just the hateful world it feels like right now. It's been that way, I, I understand that but it feels like that more than ever. Um, and I, I never thought in the past that I would have to have that conversation with him. Like you have to be extra good when you're outside this house because, you know, more than, you know, the white kids or if you're, if he, if he did hang out with white kids, if there was a group of white kids for him to hang out with, like, you know, if something happened, most likely it would be his fault because he's the not white one. And that's just, that's something that I guess as a society, we've we've been putting up with and it needs to be fixed it needs to be changed like people need to pay attention like we if you know we all believe red you know we're all exactly. humans and that's at the very basic you know of it like just that you know we're human and if we die we're not coming back and that's it's just so crazy that i you know with the murders that are happening and everything that it has been happening that you know i don't know what to say or do to 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 make things better but it is scary and fear is motivating and at this point i am scared about what's going to happen well i do say i will say this um you say you don't know what to do to to make a change i mean you mentioned a couple things already you mentioned educating your son who is hispanic and I mean, telling him to be extra good, that's that's kind of... Well, yeah, I had to explain to him what racism was. Yeah. And yeah. I had to... Because you it, know, don't, it really doesn't matter how good you are. If if somebody wants to do something to you... Oh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, George Floyd was, you know, he died for paying for cost of good soul, you know? Right. And, you know, I guess because I know racism is a learned behavior, you know, in my opinion if you're racist you're a sociopath and it's like an institutionalized medical condition mm. like you're crazy right. something wrong with you. like they you like know? they put the pedophiles on the list of yep. of of warning they need to put racist people on a list of warning oh. and they definitely show their true colors they're not good at hiding it so i absolutely i absolutely agree with that i think that i mean how can you look at someone and i guess it just doesn't register with me how do you look at someone you know a human and they're because their skin is a different color a little darker or just dark look at them and don't see a human you know how do you how do you and then to take it a step further to to take that that father brother son daughter sister mother and take their life away you know and not realize that that is another human. I mean, that is literally the, the meaning of a, a, a sociopath is someone that doesn't have 
empathy right you know other people so if you can look at someone and hate them by the color of their skin there's something wrong with you and so yeah there should be a list they i i feel like there should be like an institution like there's something wrong you know and we're not born racist it's a learned behavior and yeah education because obviously a part of that learned behavior is an ignorance a lack of education that comes with it you know you have to be like you know dumb to be racist because you you clearly don't understand like the human race it's we're we're you know we're one race we're we're all people and it's it's hard for me to to completely understand the mindset of looking at someone and saying you're not human because you're brown or you're black and then to to take it a step further and, and be able to take their life away from them without you know thinking you know this is a you know a human a so person. what do you what do you think you would do if if by chance you were walking down the street or anywhere and you happen to hear a white person say something racially inappropriate to someone of color how do you think you would handle that would you say something to them or would i would you? and that's that's the, the probably a little bit of a problem with me like i i couldn't stand by and watch you know the george floyd and, and so if i heard someone say something I, I, it, that stuff upsets me a lot so like if i heard someone just like calling someone like racial slurs i mean i would step up and say something i'd be like you know like what what you know i, I don't want to curse in here but like what the what the what's wrong say with you? what's on your mind girl you do not need to censor <laughs> i say what the fuck is wrong with you like what the fuck <laughs> I, I mean you know that that's that's something you know that that i have i have like zero tolerance for racism right and and i yeah so i just i just yeah i definitely would say something and i don't like when people like i've cut people out of my life like years ago too like people that have been in my life that have used that word and meant it and said it and and you know in a harmful way not singing a song not you know like saying that in in a, in a derogatory manner i don't i don't put up with that shit like right. you don't have to be part of my life if i don't want you in my life like go figure how to how to be a person because that's not i'm not okay with that and i've never been okay with it um i i will like block someone on facebook at this point just for saying all lives matter because I, it's unavoidable like, there's no way you don't know what's happening at this point right and so it's a, it is unavoidable <laughs> it's like yeah. if you don't know you living in a box or you just really don't give a crap because right there is no or, way <laughs> or you're just you're just fucking saying it to be malicious right and it's awful and terrible and you, I don't want shit to do with you. So yes, I, I, if I see anything like that, it upsets me. Um, and I would, I will say something definitely, uh, especially because, you know, maybe just screaming at that person and trying to get them so through, through them, maybe they'll go educate themselves a little bit and maybe stop it. Um, it's just, it's so, yeah, it's terrible that, that people just, don't they either choose to not understand or they belong on that list or in that institution mm-hmm. for crazy people and they can try to rehabilitate the crazy i don't know maybe shock therapy or something <laughs> yeah 
Well, listen, I truly appreciate you for coming on here um, and voicing your opinion and your stance on the Black Lives Matter. Um, It is a big deal that we get more support um, than we have ever gotten before. And I just really, really want to harp on the fact that you all need to be educated because saying I don't know and I'm unaware and I didn't think I grew up privileged because I had to work hard that's not an excuse because you know just because you have to work hard and you weren't fed a silver spoon in your mouth does not take away the the fact that you're privileged like the fact that you can walk outside and not and not have somebody give you a double look that's privilege in itself so um so I mean it's just one of those things it's like okay yeah not everybody grew up with a lot of money that doesn't that that that's not what we mean by privilege you know just like my pastor was talking one Sunday and he was saying you know if you were to go like we're accustomed to AC right so we go to another country where there is no AC and we don't realize how much of a privilege it is to have AC now that's not nearly on the lines of what we're dealing with at the moment but that's just an analogy an example for us to see how they don't feel like they're missing out on anything because they've never had AC but because we we're used to it we go there we're like oh my gosh where's the AC you see what I'm saying and we may feel like well I had to struggle and I had to work hard to get my AC that then I'm not privileged because I had to work for my AC no boo boo you have access to AC it don't matter how hard they work they not ever getting the AC you see what I'm saying so although that's like two totally different ends of the spectrum it gives an analogy of how just because you had to work for that AC you still have access to it versus someone who will never have access to AC period no matter how hard they work yeah it's 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 took a while for me to to completely understand that and I do finally understand that I don't know what else I don't understand that I will you know possibly be enlightened or, or feel stronger about mm-hmm. um but i am not going to stop educating myself or, or and talking ask about questions that. i mean there's no racism you know yeah. until this until until like the world is no or the united states is no longer you know racist in any way you know i'm going to continue to to educate myself and i think that everybody should it's like literally you know educate themselves and then push other people in their lives to educate themselves because that's the only way that that they'll make sure that themselves and the people in their lives don't, you know, say something or do something ignorant and rude and that will, you know, hurt other people without knowing it because whether you know it or not, that still hurts someone. Right. You know, right. so you have you have to try to keep growing and learning and educating yourself. And, you know, it's so important that we take care of each other and treat each other with you know some dignity and respect mm-hmm. everybody every human black white deserves respect but right now we have to start protecting more than ever like the, the black community and everybody needs to find you to know what's going on educate themselves about what's going on you know and that's the you know that's how change is created you got to know you got to find out you got to know that you might not know something mm-hmm. and be open to figuring out like what you can do to help fix it and make it better and we have to grow as a people as a country we, we have to just we have to to work together and stand together and 
try to push this you know situation out like in all the racist people it's gonna start at the top it has to come down you know I mean I don't even know what to say about our president but he's lower <laughs> we will I not mean, get on that topic because that man right course, there but Woo! I mean I feel like you know like we went from Obama which was like you know a little step forward mm-hmm. you know um, you gotta be totally hearing Obama's speech I cried like in the seal but you know like we went like one little step forward and then all of a sudden we're back to you know i I feel like we're a civil rights movement like we're we're trying to to save lives from from being murdered because of the color of their skin and i get that that it's happened since that you know the civil war and i was not as educated i didn't think it all the way through i didn't realize privilege I had not thought that walking outside and not getting shot was a privilege. It absolutely is. Yes, it, it is. Be, <laughs> it and yep. I know, and I think that if you don't understand, you need to go out and figure out how you can understand what I'm saying because it's just the truth. Right. And, it, you know, you have to talk, you have to read. You, uh, you know, just it, however you have to, to figure out information, you know, you gotta, you gotta talk to people too, because right. you need to tell people what you're thinking and you're feeling so that they can try and someone, someone that you trust and know, like they have to relate to you too. Um, but, and just be open to what they have to say and how they feel so that you can like absorb, you know, their thoughts and feelings and process it so that you now know or are now more educated by it. You have right. to be open to listening and understanding and, you know, putting yourself aside for a moment because this isn't about me. It's not about white people, you know? It's about, like, black genocide right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, stopping this right now is, like, firsthand to me, like, the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate that, um, and I, again, I appreciate you for coming on. And um, I hope that anyone who listened to this episode this week um, was able to take something positive away from it, take something that they can use and learn and educate. You know, it's not about just knowing that there is a protest going on about Black Lives Matter. It's important to understand the reasoning behind the hashtag Black Lives Matter. So thank you so much, Bella, for coming on today and um, giving your side and, um, and giving your way of, of saying how, you know, things need to be changed. So I really appreciate that. And um, until next time. Chiquita thank Nicole. you for having me oh of course of course of course <laughs> thank you for coming and um and offering to do this and um until next time Chiquita Nicole Speaks is 